Are you working on your author career, but struggling to get that first book published? Does the goal of being an author seem too lofty? Or thoughts of having multiple books and making a full-time living are as fantastical as living in Cinderella's castle? Welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths, a podcast where aspiring authors can be heard. Join Steven Schneider as he finds and talks to authors you may not know, but authors that have gotten their foot on the author career path. Hear what they've done to get there and where they want to go now. Settle back. It's time for a bit of inspiration and advice. Come listen to today's Discovered Wordsmith. All right, let's uh, talk a little author stuff. Since you are a published author, you, this is your first book, correct? You're working on your second one. You have ideas for others. So what are some things you've learned from when you first started to what you're doing now that you're doing? When I first started, everything was just done so rushed within two weeks. And then a month later, I published it and everything. Writing my second book now, giving me that time to like really go in, really edit every single piece, make it say what it is that I want to say and capture what it is that I want to capture. I think giving yourself that time is what I've really learned in this entire process. Even if one day you can't write, that's okay. You're just, you're giving yourself and your work the time to be exactly what it is that you want it to be. Apart from that, I'm really learning about like social media marketing. It's been a long road, slowly getting there, but I barely even post on my social media in my personal life. That's been the major problem that I've been facing this entire time. So I've been learning a little bit about like when to post and hashtags to use and all of that. But it's been a interesting journey. We were just talking about TikTok and the videos and ideas. (laughs) I get on and update author pages and stuff. And then my wife gets irritated if I'm not reading her <laughs> posts and stuff. But, uh, you mentioned your first book. You wrote it in two weeks. You weren't under pressure to write it. Do you feel maybe you wrote it too quick and you're thinking you should have taken longer or do you feel it was just right? I actually feel it was just right. The only reservation or issue that I had with my first book was that I do feel like it's too short and I've gotten a lot of reviews about that saying that it's too short. So I like to classify it as more of a chat book than an actual book. But it just, when I wrote that last sentence on that last page, I was like, I don't need to go any further. This is exactly what I wanted to say. But I hope to make my second book a lot longer to appease my readers and myself too. Okay. And how long is the first book? It is 48 pages, I believe. Okay. How many poems is that? It works out to roughly, I want to say 22 poems. Okay. And it, I have a preface that explains like the whole book and had a little letter to Alex. Nice. Very nice. So your second book's also poet. Once that's published, you'll have two separate volumes. Have you, and this may be way ahead of thoughts for what you may do, <laughs> but have you thought of combining them into one volume to put out? So people have a choice between individual or the complete volume, making it a little bigger. Actually, I haven't, but you have some great ideas today. <laughs> well, and I'm, I'm running with them. Well, I, a lot of this is things that other authors have done. And it's uh, things that they've said and they've tried. And that's this author part. I like to chat about thoughts, ideas, because other authors listening may go, mm-hmm. oh, that is a good idea. And, and just seeing what you may be thinking of to do with these, to market them, you know, helping other authors out. Yeah, you definitely helped me out. So I think I really would want to do that. And it does solve the whole issue of the first book being so small. Yeah, um, and then it gives you that flexibility to experiment with 
where you're releasing them and what the pricing is and things like that. Yeah. So it's a I thought. I like that idea. Thank you. <laughs> so when you were writing this and what you're writing now, what software and services do you like to use? I use good old Microsoft Word. <laughs> uh, it's just, I've tried other softwares, but it's just, it's not the same for me. So I used to use Microsoft Word. I published originally with C through uh-huh. Amazon, but I think I may go through a different route this time um, just to get more distribution. So I possibly will go Ingram Smart Spark, I believe it is. I was looking into it the other day. I think that's the next avenue I'm going to take. Got it. So how well did you do select? So you were in Kindle Unlimited? Is that what yes. you tried? How well does poetry do in Kindle Unlimited? That is... I just think I probably edited a little wrong. <laughs> so I don't like the way it looks through like ebook version, like okay. a hard copy. It's, I think it's perfect. But through the e-copy version, I think it, I just, I didn't really like how my book looked, which I probably need to get some help <laughs> for the second time. But as for sale, it's been okay. Like it's been going through a lot of people. Actually, I think I sell more e-copies when I do hardcover books. Yeah. And that's probably what most people say yeah. anymore. That's okay. All right, we were going to talk about imposter syndrome, which I think is a great topic. So let me ask, why did you think of this? Is this something you've been dealing with or? Uh, yes? Yeah. I've been aware of what imposter syndrome was and I'm like, oh, that's it. <laughs> that's what I'm feeling. Got yeah. it. So why do you think you, you feel that? Is, is it, Okay, let me back up. So the typical, oh my gosh, I can't write. Nobody's going to read this. Why am I doing this? Is that the, what you feel? Oh God, yes. Even right now, <laughs> even now on my second book, I'm like, why am I writing this? No one's ever going to read this. This is stupid and everything. But it's something like so bizarre about like how it is that you can, you have this like big bully in your head just telling you that you aren't good enough or anything. And then I look at all these other poets and I'm like, if they can do it, I can do it too. And then I get all hyped up. And then the next day I'm like back on the whole imposter syndrome bandwagon. And I'm like, no, I can't do this. You just mentioned you read other poets and helps inspire you. Uh, what mm-hmm. are some other things you've done that have helped you get over this? I'm a huge advocate for therapy and mental illness awareness. So I go to therapy and we speak, my therapist and I speak about it a lot about basically feeling my feelings and creating a space for them because it's okay to feel like you're a failure, like you're human. (laughs) You're not perfect. And that's my issue. Like I just, I want everything I do and say to be perfect. Uh, So I've been like working with myself and trying to create that space around the whole imposter syndrome, all that feeling, and then picking myself up and just like telling myself all the facts. I wrote a book. I did it. People like my book. (laughs) I can do it again. And I think that's what similar thing a lot of people do. And I I think just listening to what you said on your story, if I had to analyze and pop culture therapy (laughs) for you, that when you wrote the first book, you were very focused on your feelings and what you were going through. And there wasn't a thought of being an author, wasn't a thought of comparison and things like that. So I would bet since your focus was elsewhere that you it didn't even really affect you until later. You're like, oh my gosh, nobody writes a book in two weeks. Oh my gosh, this isn't the right stuff. That is exactly what happened. And I can say that because I can relate to that with if I've written with stuff, I'm editing something right now for an anthology. And every time I'm in, I'm like reading words and I'm going, oh man, I know everybody else is going to have a better sentence than this one. And they chose better words. And they're all sitting at their computers probably going, oh my gosh, nobody's going to be as bad as mine. 
So exactly, it's it's in, and I didn't even know about it until I think I was talking to my therapist about it and how I feel like a failure. And she's like, "Have you ever heard of imposter syndrome?" And I was like, "No, what's that?" And then I googled it, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm not alone." It's popular like, enough to have a title. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think what you're doing is probably a great way to get over it. Have you talked to other authors that have said, oh, I feel that way too? A lot of my friends in Jamaica do write and they aren't published yet. I keep pushing them to go get published, but they all tell me that they feel the same way. And I did meet Poet. I don't know if she's on Instagram or anything. I met her here in Brunswick. She's working on her book and she told me that she felt the same way. It's good to feel like not so alone in it. Right. If it makes you personally feel better, here you are with a published book and you're on a podcast. I don't know if you've done other podcasts yet. I bet there's going to be some friends of yours that listen to this and go, oh my gosh, if Davia can do it, I know I can do it. She inspired me. So that's, I think that does feel better. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think the networking where we understand other people feel this way. I've talked Mm -hmm. to authors that have 30, 35 books out. And oh, wow. they still hit the same feeling every now and then. It's like, oh my God, I just, this is going to be the worst book ever. <laughs> do you, do you listen to any other pack podcasts like Joanna Penn's podcast? No, actually I don't. She's a big author mm-hmm. podcaster okay. and she's said how she's been writing 15, 20 years, somewhere like in that range, 15 years, mm-hmm. I think, and written multiple books. And she said she still feels that way and mentioned okay. it. Okay. So, <laughs> That makes me feel so much better. And I think for me, just knowing that other people feel that way makes me not feel as bad or at least embrace it. It's like, okay, I can feel this way, but I'm not going to stop writing. I think that's the what happens yeah. to a lot of people. Yeah. Well, I did go through earlier, like way before I published my first book, I did go through that little period, I think for a year when I did not write at all because I had told myself that I wasn't good enough for anything. And then, but Somehow I just always come back to writing. That's just, it's, it's my defining characteristic. I'm a writer through and through. There you and go. I do like that. I don't let it control me anymore. Nice. Yeah. And like, I, I embrace it and I'm like, I know others are feeling this way, so I'm just yeah. going to keep going. And I think that's the difference is the people that feel that way, but just keep writing and that they get the confidence as they Mm -hmm. go. Even if they feel that way, they know it's like, if I just finish this book, I'll feel better. Exactly. Another thing that helped me, have you, Stephen King's book on writing, have you checked that one out? I just got it like a few weeks ago. I haven't read it yet because I'm finishing up this book I'm reading now and then I'm going to read it. Okay. It's an interesting, good book. A lot of people recommend it. But what I love, at least in the version I have in the back appendix there is a sample of his 108 story and it shows what he wrote and then it shows what he got back from the editor and all the stuff crossed out and then marks and moves. And I'm like, oh man, Stephen King has been doing this for (laughs) 40 some years and he gets these same types of feedback. So that helped me a lot. (laughs) So yeah, check that out. (laughs) So I I wonder if uh, anyone else that listens will come up with some ideas. Maybe anyone listening? make comments. So, you know, me and Davia and everybody else can feel, Hey, everybody gets this. Everybody has to deal with it. Oh my God. I can't wait to read those comments. Yeah. That, yeah. There you go. Everybody listening, go comment, please help us out. <laughs> so you, you are a new author. You've got your book out. It's been out for a while, but you're working on your second book. You said you've got it in KDP. You have it in books in Australia. 
What are some other things you're doing to help market? Apart from my horrible social media marketing skills, um, my I do have a publicist, Creative Edge Publicity. My publicist is Mickey, and he's been just amazing. <laughs> just I have like nothing bad to say about him. He's gotten me cast uh, interviews with, and I think that's really calmed me down in the whole aspect of maybe I I can't really do the whole social media thing, but I'm trying. But he's just been there. He's been super supportive this entire time, and I just. I just wanted to say a big thank you to him. Nice. And actually, Mickey's going to be next week or the week after episode that comes out. So yeah, I talked to him about publicity. And I was going to even say in that episode, I'll say now, anybody listening, I haven't heard a bad thing about Mickey. All the authors that work with seem to say they they love working with him. I talked to him. He's got, he seems to do good. So definitely, if you're looking for a publicist, you could do a lot worse than working with Mickey, it sounds like. (laughs) He's amazing. Nice. Do do you does that help your feeling of imposter syndrome when Mickey's <laughs> you're losing ears? <laughs> when uh, Mickey gets you a podcast or gets some sort of event or something, you put your book, whatever it happens to be, does that make you feel more an imposter, or does it help with the confidence? And I'm not the imposter. It helps definitely with my confidence level. I'm like, oh my God, somebody actually wants to talk to me about my book. Like, really? I got, I've gotten interview questions and I'm like, do they know who I am? Like, I'm pretty new here. So yeah, that's definitely helped. And Mickey's been great um, throughout it and very supportive throughout it. Even when he's not booking things, he's been very supportive. Just, it really helped calm me down with the whole nice. imposter syndrome. Great. There's something else to help. Gather people to support you and do things to help you with, the book and the promotion, the marketing, whatever it happens to be. Now I lost my train of thought. Before we go, and it's been a great talking with you today. I'm glad we got to get on. We had to reschedule a couple of times because it's craziness out in the world. But do you have any other advice for new authors before we go? I think the greatest advice I've ever heard from a friend of mine, and it said, be very, she said, be very patient with yourself. Be as patient with yourself as possible. Sometimes you will go two weeks without writing and then write in three days. And it's just all a part of the process. And you can learn from yourself as you go through it. And I think that's the best advice I've ever gotten. Nice. I love that. Great. Well, Davia, it's been, am I saying your name right? I didn't even ask. Is it Davia? It's Davia, but I do realize Americans say Davia, so it's I've just gotten <laughs> Davia, and I apologize. I should have asked. Okay. I just didn't even think about it. And I get, a lot of authors from various countries. And a lot of times I'm like, make sure I'm saying the name I didn't even thinking about. I do apologize for that. No, I've gotten so used to it this entire time that I've been here. So I just, okay. I just it At least you don't have to like go change your name to match what everyone calls you. It's just the pronunciation. So the yeah. spelling's all the same. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Davia, I yeah. got it right that time. It's been great talking to you. I appreciate you getting on. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Discovered Wordsmiths. Come back next week and listen to another author discuss the road they've traveled and maybe sometime in the near future, it might be you.